0: over a cup of coffee with hj welcome to my podcast the full spectrum cross-cultural podcast directly from shanghai as an independent inspirator i share with you valuable insights on important topics perspectives which make life meaningful Welcome to my podcast, Over Coffee with H.A., directly broadcasted from Shanghai. Today is my third episode about China and the digital currency. China is actively embracing blockchain and enabling technology with a wide range of applications. This is what Xi Jinping said in his big, great, impressive speech and what does it mean for the nation as I explained earlier this is like a, a roadmap a roadmap for the nation for the next 50 years and to understand what China is offering to the world I want to give you some hard facts this um, BSN itself is not a blockchain protocol. It is a centralized platform free of charge that takes pre work away from developers. It is a cloud based cross-portal and cross-framework public network that enables developers to easily and cost-effectively develop, deploy, operate and maintain license-based and permission-free blockchain application and nodes. This will, as I emphasize, I would like to emphasize set standards and unify the fragmented market. And on the 25th of April 2020, the BSN officially entered the global commercial phase with the help of the BSN Global Commercial in the Xiacheng District in Hangzhou. Hangzhou is known as a very beautiful city with a beautiful lake. I really love to be there. However, it is also the city, the Silicon Valley from my point of view because Alibaba has his ad- headquarter and they have based on that many other small companies and big companies which registered their headquarters here and there's a lot of things going on in the world of digitalization. So this is really a fancy city. It looks like old and ancient, however it's fully digital, really, really worth looking at. If we talk about digital currency, we have to go a step further. And this is also um, inspiration I would like to give you in this episode beyond digital currency. What is China's opportunity offering this kind of currency? You should remember following term GAAP government as a platform. I love the term government as a service because it is much clearer uh, compared to as a platform, if you want to imagine. I believe that this technology is the rise of the first cloud based global blockchain ecosystem. Why? Right now a number of applications of blockchain technology are already in use in China, and uh, the technology-based and technocratic form of controlling societies is beyond the mere offering of a new digital currency. I want to emphasize GAAP can be used by ruling elites to efficiently manage societies without the need of inefficient and delaying federal and democratic loopholes. Under GAAP government is merely a facilitator previous concepts of nation statehood sovereignty and other political implications would be rendered obsolete. So we will have a very efficient and clear organization which will run a nation like an machine. Government as a platform enables governmental and non-governmental organizations to deliver next generation public services, at least according to the 2018 Accenture study. I don't like the study, but I would love to mention it because this study will give you an an insight, at least for the Western countries. However, the authors of the study go further. GAAP is more than just a method. I give you three points it is a holistic approach in which the public sector works together with the private sector partners citizens and even robots to achieve better results second it postulates a seamless interplay of advanced capabilities ranging from analytics to artificial intelligence to virtual reality third point the ultimate goal should be more efficient effective and secure public services which the study maps in the GAAP index. Who are the winner of the GAAP index from Accenture? Singapore, US, UK, France, Australia, named as the big five, and they seem to be the best prepared for this transformation. Is this true? I don't know. I can only tell you what I experience and know what is going on here in China. Surprisingly, there's no mention of China, but anyone familiar with Chinese culture knows about the strategies used to make the opponent or competitor think they're safe and superior. Think of the strategy in 27 and 34. Those who have followed the explanation so far and listened to my podcast know that the Accenture study is incomplete, and it doesn't take into consideration China's far-reaching strategy and this is wondering why they didn't mention it. Now my cup of coffee is already empty, so I come to the end. And I'm looking forward to see you clicking on my next episode. Best wishes. Shanghai,